Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers in quarantine. Welcome to the YouTube edition of the Travel Squad podcast. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. Our regular weekly travel podcast comes out anywhere podcasts can be found, but since no one's traveling right now, we're going to do a little something different and take to YouTube and have some fun with you guys. So this week, we decided to each bring a few questions today, and we're going to do a Q&A answer session. And I have no idea what my fellow co-hosts will ask, so this should be really fun and entertaining. It should be super fun. We're going to do it rapid, fast-fire questions, going off, getting answers. So it's going to be really, really exciting. And we're hoping the YouTube format gives our listeners and new viewers a better insight of who we are through these questions. And travelers, we want to know about you too. So if you hear a question and you're like, oh man, I've got a really good answer for that. Let us know in the comments below. Let us know which question it is and keep it interactive with us because we want to know about you too. Absolutely. So um, can I go first? Yeah, start it off, Kim. Okay. As I was putting these together, I was like, I want to answer my own questions. So maybe I will. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. What three words would you use to describe your traveler self? What three words would I use to describe what? Yourself as a traveler. Ooh. For me, I'm, I'm going to hit this one right off the bat. I would go adventurous, spontaneous, and wild at the same time. Those would be oh. my three. <laughs> I love doing spontaneous stuff unfortunately because of quarantine we did have to cancel a trip that Brittany and i had to hong kong our listeners may have heard us talk about this before but that's the spontaneous aspect of things Brittany, one moment looked to me one night and was like hey let's just take off a few extra days from work and you and i go to hong kong and i was like fuck yeah let's do it so i love to do crazy spontaneous stuff and that's one word for sure and a good example of just the craziness that we do what does Brittany always say when you're, um, when you're planning trips? Oh, she asks me if I want to be crazy. If you want to I always crazy. say, baby, do you want to be crazy? And he knows <laughs> <laughs> talking travel related. Like it's always travel related when I say, baby, do you want to be crazy? <laughs> Britt, what are your three words? I would say daring, adventurous, and fun because I will jump off the side of the cliff. I'm going to do the zip line. I'm going to do everything like daring and crazy. Like, and I want to be the first person to do it. So I was actually really pissed one time when Jamal and I went (laughs) skydiving and I really wanted to jump first. And I was really (laughs) pissed that they made him jump first. Men first. Not fair. One, two, three, go. I had to go, you know, so it is what it is. Brittany, I hope you take solace in knowing that if I went skydiving with you, I would have let you go first. Thank you. I don't think you would have made it off the plane, Zana, so that's not even a fair... uh, I would not have made it off the plane either, so it's okay. Debatable. (laughs) Debatable. But you know what? No, Kim, I think that you don't give yourself enough credit, man. You do a lot of wild things. You take, like, a little bit to, like, talk into, but not even talking into, more of, like, encouraging, because I don't think that the answer is really no. You just need that push. She just needs the buildup. The suspense. Zena, what would you say yours were? Your three words. Mine would be funny because I, look, I mean, I'm so funny that like my teeth, (laughs) anyways. (laughs) Sparkling white. (laughs) I know, right? Sparkling white and you can see the dock behind me. Anyways, okay, I'm funny. I think I'm really, really, really funny. And I think I really bring that funny energy and I'm not afraid to uh, make fun of myself or embarrass myself. 
Um, number two is yes. And I know that's not really like a way to describe me, but like at the same time, like my answer is always yes. So I don't even know what I'm saying yes to half the time, but yes. Mm -hmm. And number three would be, um, sick. Cause I get sick <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Well, I was wondering what Zaina was pondering about. And before you get to yours, Kim, I just want to say something. I want to call Zaina out here on her yes. You know what she did not say yes to? She did not say yes to the one water slide at Aqua Venture <laughs> in Dubai that we talked about riding. We went up to the top and then she backed out. So Zaina says yes, but does she follow through on all the yeses? No. I did Debatable. that same water slide. On, it was the exact same water slide and it was on a I did it. 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 And then, um, what was I going to say? I thought you were going to say that you were going to call me out for like, yeah, Zana gets really sick, but she's still a fucking trooper. Cause I am like, I have been so sick puking my guts out and I still go and I still do like the next. Not on the water slide. Kim? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sick. I, I didn't even attempt to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> my three words, I would say I'm eager, open, and I want to say fun, but like more than fun. Wild. There's not a good word to describe the type of fun that you are, Kim. So I see why it's difficult. Late nights. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I've never had more late nights than uh, when we were in Cuba. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask my question next. Is that, that okay? Yep. Go. I want to go next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best souvenir that you've ever purchased while on vacation? Oh, that was on my list. Ooh, I got this beautiful tray from Lebanon that I use all the time. <laughs> I was with you when you bought that one specifically, Kim. I helped you pick it out. I helped you pick it out. Oh, man, that's... That's really tough. I'm surprised you would ask that question, Brittany, because we usually don't get souvenirs or things that we consider to be knickknack bullshit. Our thing is to get ornaments for our Christmas tree and that's our souvenirs. But I will say this just off the top of my head because that's a completely random question I wasn't expecting from you. I'm going to have to say the ornament that we got from Bruges, specifically from that Christmas shop, because that is a clutch ornament. It's just so beautiful. I love it. Zena? So for me, I started traveling on my own when I was 20. And so I would always send myself a postcard from wherever I was at. So I have like something showing that this is where I was at, writing down what I did while I was there. And then it also has the stamp of the place. And so I would come home to all the postcards. So that to me is like probably one of my most uh, treasured things. But also uh, a random one is, I think I was, gosh, it was like, I think I turned 22 at the time and I was in Portugal with Nicole and uh, I got really, 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 really drunk. And we went into a, uh, a store and I was so drunk that I couldn't stop spending. And so I bought all these like long dangly earrings and it began my uh, dangly earring obsession. Nice. Very nice. Do you still have so, any? No, cause they, they were cheap. So like they all like, um, what is it? Broke? Not broke, but you know, like when you have silver and then it like rusts, that's the word. Uh. They all yeah. But I so, mean like I spent a fortune on stupid earrings cause I was so drunk. <laughs> so like Jamal said, the ornaments are definitely very dear to my heart. And Dana, you've actually started that tradition of the postcards for us as well. Like Jamal and I, when we go on vacation, we'll send ourselves a postcard stating what we did and whatnot. But I think my favorite souvenir that we've ever purchased was when we were in the at the bazaar in China. And Jamal and I purchased a classic tea set. Oh, I forgot about that. And we still drink tea with a classic tea set and like steep the tea, like our loose leaf tea in the teapot. And I just think that like, that's a really cool souvenir that we've brought home. Well, we actually use it. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That Shanghai right. Bazaar was so cool. It yeah. was super fun. You can really test out your negotiating skills at that bazaar, <laughs> that's for sure. And whenever you so and, it, and when you think the vendors have hit rock bottom on their price, just walk away and then they'll come following you. <laughs> Got to do it. So squad tip <laughs> on that. But 
All right, I got a question for you ladies. What are two countries that you haven't been to yet that you want to go to the most? So not where you're gonna be going next, but two countries haven't been to want to go to the most. Easy, Chile, Argentina. Chile and Argentina, South America ones, okay. Yes. All right. Mine are Croatia and Greece. Ooh, I've been to Croatia. I love Croatia. So you guys, why am I not hearing you guys say Cyprus? <laughs> That's <laughs> like Cyprus place. is your guys' is Biblos, but I swear someday we're all going to go to Cyprus and you're going to be like, Zana, I can't believe I didn't have this on my bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I would say, um, actually, I think there's three. Sorry, Jamal, but I have to throw in one more. Iceland, because I almost made it, but then yeah. didn't. Um, and then the Maldives. Ooh. I really, really want to go there. And uh, that's my honeymoon spot, by the way. And <laughs> <laughs> whether or not my future husband knows that. And Colombia. Colombia. Ooh. Ooh, those are good ones. So all the really hot uh, Colombian singers are <laughs> from, well, Colombia. I like it. Let's go. <laughs> they're so good looking and they're so talented. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of weird to think that really hot Colombian singers are from Colombia. Hot. Hot. So, like the Colombians are really good looking. So I share one with Brittany. Argentina is on my list. I want to go um, just for the culture. I want to go for the nature. I want to go to Patagonia, real south. Malbec wine. Yeah, Malbec wine. So Argentina is on the list. And my other one has me going back to Africa, but this time, instead of South going mid, I want to go to Tanzania and I really, really want to do a Serengeti safari. So much like I enjoyed the safaris in South Africa, Zimbabwe, so, so much. Serengeti would just be completely ideal for me. Yeah. All right, okay. so now you're up. All right, guys, you're going you're gonna to love and appreciate this one. Who is the hottest person you've ever come across? Where was it? What did you do? While traveling? Mm-hmm. Hottest person ever come across. Okay, I got one. And Jamal, yeah, you two have to have one. Okay. So we <laughs> were in Lebanon, and I came across your cousin Walid, and I was like, <laughs> damn, I <laughs> might French kiss him. <laughs> okay. There's an ongoing joke between Brittany and Walid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I- I'll think about that. Kim, what about you? Mm. Gosh, there's just been so many. <laughs> um, I've got one ready if you want. Okay, let's hear yours. So- this was actually on my 22nd birthday. So I was started the day in Malaga, Spain with Nicole, and then we ended it in um, Lagos, Portugal that night. So we were at the bus stop and we had just walked to the top of like some kind of mountain or something. But in any case, I was sweating. It was super humid. I was like really, really hot. And then we come down from the hill and we're at the bus stop. And um, let me just like angle myself. <laughs> virtual background seeping through your skin, Zana. <laughs> I have to take this off, you guys. It's virtual no, background. I love it. Leave no, it on. Leave it. No. Oh, vacation's over, Zana. I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so anyways, um, so we're at the bus stop and I'm feeling so hot and gross, right? And and it's my birthday. So this guy comes up uh, onto the side of me. And he's so good looking, and he reminds me of Rami Ayash, who um, at that, who's a Lebanese singer, and I used to have, like, the biggest crush on him, and he was so, 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 so hot. And this guy is next to me, and he's super hot, and he keeps looking at me, so I'm just like, I think he's trying to talk to me, and so then finally, like, he um, gets the guts to, like, drum up conversation with me, and he gets on the bus, and we're talking, so he ends up speaking Spanish, so we're speaking in Spanish together, and he speaks Arabic because he's from Morocco, and I'm just, like, head over heels, and I'm like, thank you, God, for this birthday gift, and then he asked me in Arabic, what is your name, and I forgot my name because I was so nervous because I was, like, a lot less, like, um, confident when I was that age, so I was, like, trying hard to think of my name, and he's like, oh, that's okay, you don't have to tell me, and I'm just like, I just don't fucking know my name, and I don't want to say that to him, 
So then eventually Nicole and I have to get off the bus. So we're like, oh, bye. It was so nice to meet you. So I felt like I shot myself in the foot. And then after we get off, Nicole's like, oh, looked like he was really into you, Zaina. And I was like, Zaina, that's my name. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. Zaina, if you didn't fuck up, you could have been with him in the Maldives already. You know, you could have had a different answer for me. So you could have <laughs> But I always think of that because God gave me a beautiful gift on my birthday in Spain. I mean, like he didn't, like he couldn't have planned it better. I'm actually looking at flights to Spain right now because they're on sale for 2021 for less than $200 round trip. So I may be going very soon. From or San Diego. I'll let you guys know. (laughs) We'll take this offline. But okay, so my, mine's not exactly like an international hot guy because there's none that stick out of my mind. I'm sure there's plenty out there though. Um, but in the U S Chicago has a ton of hot guys. We talk about it in our Chicago episode, but I would say, um, I have a story. It's not. So I met this guy in Vegas. We're traveling <laughs> and, um, does he have a tattoo on his neck? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, different guy, but yeah, met a guy in Vegas, really hit it off, ended up like visiting him in Miami many times and like really solidifying my love for Miami and mm. yeah, so Vegas, Vegas is where the hotties are. <laughs> <laughs> for me, you know, I'm in the same boat as Kim. There's been so many in each different country, you know, that I go to or even here in the United States, it's like. I'm never in a situation where I'm talking to them directly in a flirtatious way, obviously, because I'm married, I'm with Brittany, so none of them really resonate or stick. So it's tough to remember, but I will say this without sounding too sappy. I have the prettiest girl with me on every vacation. She's on the beach front right now. Oh, I was talking about Kim when we go together, because she does <laughs> I would have said Zayna too, but she took away her virtual background like a move. <laughs> I couldn't handle the teeth. <laughs> That's all good. Brittany? I mean, I really don't know because the only guy that I'm looking at constantly is Jamal. Mm. But I do have a story from back when I was like first traveling with my family. I was I literally on a cruise when I was in middle school. And they had a teen club on the cruise. So you'd go and you'd meet all of the people, like meet up and dances and stuff. And there was this guy that caught my eye. And we spent like several days and nights on the deck making out like hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's all we could do is like make out and stuff. How old were you? I don't know. I was going into middle school. I was in middle school, maybe. Maybe in middle school. <laughs> yeah. I want to say like eighth grade, seventh, I eighth grade. I do remember this from back then. And we stayed in touch for a really, really long time. So long that when I actually got my driver's license, I packed him up in my car and I took her two hours. We drove two hours to um, the Bay Area and I made out with him some more. And then we got so lost on the drive back. Should be an hour and a half drive from the Bay to Sacramento. And it took us like four hours to get back because there was no GPS. And our printed out MapQuest instructions got us lost. <laughs> what did you do, Kim, while, uh, while she was visiting? I honestly don't remember if there was like a friend there or I just hung out and watched TV by myself. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. Good times. All right. I'm up next again. Yes. Yes. All right. This is going to be a hard one to answer, but what do you you love most about traveling? What I love most is trying different foods, like street foods, ethnic Mm. foods. I just love just like immersing myself in the culture and trying different foods because I feel like that's a really good way to know each other's to know the culture and then also get accustomed to their customs too because so much happens during meal time whether it be like cheers or different traditions like asking for tea or coffee or the sweet treats after and dessert there's just so much that goes into meals and food and culture and is all intertwined that I love that yeah 
Agreed. Well, that's definitely a really good answer without being repetitive and saying food, because that was mine too, for all the same reasons Brittany said. Another aspect for me that I just love about traveling is just the sense of seeing new places in the world. Like it really broadens your horizon. Like even if it's here within the United States, you're going to a national park and seeing something about nature. It's just every place that you go, it's just a new perspective on life, depending on how you want to look at it. And that's like one of my favorite things about traveling for sure. Mm -hmm. I would say my favorite part is um, the shower rotation. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. over the shower. <laughs> Unless you're last. Right. So for anyone watching that, like uh, it's, we've talked about on past podcast episodes about like who goes first in the shower when we're all sharing one room. But anyways, I'm teasing about that. I think for me, like I started traveling when I was younger uh, by myself, like when I was 20, I went overseas to study abroad. And so I've lived overseas and continued to go back and I've lived, you know, multiple times overseas. So for me, traveling is just a part of me. And so not to sound corny, but like when I do travel, it just feels like I'm reconnecting to um, another piece of me. Mm -hmm. Younger, more wilder, Zaina. <laughs> I know, I know. It's pretty crazy back then. I'm, I'm still kind of crazy. I mean, no water slides or anything like that, but it's just, it's a <laughs> part of my identity and it's just something that I connect with and fills me up and I don't know it's just a part of me and i love traveling with you guys too like um not to put salt on a wound but kim like we missed you so hardcore in africa and just like well, you know zayna we're gonna miss you hardcore in yellowstone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> okay so my favorite thing about traveling is blasting the ac in a hotel room <laughs> i love that <laughs> Um, simple pleasures i'm serious about that but also beautiful views i live her view this picture behind me is one i took in cinque terre in italy about one year ago now and i the only reason i went to this destination was to see those views and it was so worth it so if you look at my background right now this is the sunset that we, or sunrise. sunrise that we saw in Boracay, the Philippines, which is an island, and Jamal bitched the entire time because he didn't want to get up and go see this beautiful sunrise. You know, I'm trying to remember which episode it is now on the podcast edition, not YouTube edition, and we've talked about this, and, you know, I was recovering from an upper respiratory infection. She made me <laughs> wake up. That's the only reason for the bitchiness. Brittany, you don't need to, you know get too crazy about it. I enjoyed it. Well, I have my next question. <laughs> so what's the most embarrassing to, thing to happen to you guys while you're on vacation? You are taking happened? all my questions. <laughs> like legit, you are taking all my questions and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so that has happened to us on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Embarrassing. Okay. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> It was embarrassing at the time, but it's whatever. So I was in Thailand and <laughs> I met a dude, uh, an Irish dude, and we made out and stuff. And then it was late. It was really late. And I left. And was like, oh my god, like I hope I never see that guy again. Like that <laughs> was, it wasn't a bad thing or whatever. It was just like, oh no. Um, the next day, we're getting on the ferry to go to the next island where the full moon party is, and lo and behold, homeboy and his friends right next to us, same ferry time, same ferry, same island, same three foot square distance away from each other no social distancing on that ferry it was the most awkward like hour two hours of my life but yeah i was like oh, why didn't hi. you continue the makeout session <laughs> no i was like oh god please don't recognize uh -huh. me and then he's like hi I'm like oh god <laughs> it's even more awkward then huh <laughs> shoot you know i'm trying to really think of uh one and i'm sure there's another one probably more embarrassing than this can't really think of anything too too bad but 
A good funny story is when we were in South Africa. Actually, at this point, we were in Zimbabwe. Take that back. And we were in Victoria Falls. And we were traveling with our friends, Josh and Anna. And it was our turn to pay for dinner because we were doing a little rotation on the pain, <laughs> uh, you know, of who does dinner one night and then the next. And I heard Josh under his breath say to Anna, his girlfriend, hey, you want to try the baboon like as an appetizer? And I totally thought he was being serious because, I mean, we ate a lot of game meat out there. We already ate some springbok, some kudu, some wildebeest. So I thought to myself, why would baboon be on the menu? I mean, I didn't really see it. So when it came time to order, he didn't order the baboon. And I thought he was just being polite because he knew it was our turn to pay and didn't you know, want to get it. So I'm like, oh, Josh, man, you're, you're not ordering the baboon? Like, and I asked our waiter, I said, is the baboon enough for like five people or should we get two? And he looked at me like I was the dumbest person on earth because you know what? There was no baboon on the menu. Josh was originally joking with Anna. So then I looked completely stupid uh, asking the server, like, is the baboon good? Is it enough for uh, five? <laughs> So. Or should we order two? Yeah, yeah, that's probably. I've heard that story guy. so many times, and it never gets old. <laughs> it was so funny. It was. So I'm sure funny. there's another more embarrassing one, but I can't think of it off the top of my head, and that one stands out the most. So. And I feel like once we stop recording, I'll think of something. But the only thing, like off the top of my head, that I can think of is maybe like the Inca Trail. Like, um, mm -hmm. it was four days, and by the fourth day, like everyone was cool with each other, and you're talking about like, um, you know, going to the bathroom and whatnot, and how fibrous the food was. But it's still like days one, two, and three. You're still warming up and meeting these people, even though you bond so quickly. And so it's kind of like embarrassing because there's one tent bathroom. And like, if you have to go to the bathroom or I don't know, like on the first day I peed on the trail cause we were like still walking. And so Jamal like played lookout for me. Cause I was like, dude, I'm going to pee. So like, I have to pee so bad because we are also taking altitude sickness pills and that like really runs through you and makes you have to frequently urinate. And so it was like, man, I just peed before we started the trail. Now I got to go again. So Jamal's like, just go now. No one's coming. And the thing about the Inca trail is like people come out of nowhere. So as soon as I drop to like pee, Jamal's like, oh shit, people's coming. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I'm trying so hard to finish, but I can't because I can't stop going. So I ended up like peeing a little bit on myself. And so that sucked. Whereas like on day four, like I wouldn't have even cared if they passed and saw me peeing. But on day one, it was really embarrassing. And I remember like I was telling Jamal later on, I was like, I'm so embarrassed. That's so embarrassing. And Jamal's like, no, it's so natural. Don't look now. But behind us, our tour guide is peeing. And so I turn around and he's just like, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is more embarrassing to you or not, but I could think of one for you, Zaina. But at the same time, again, it might not be embarrassing because, I mean, you were having the most fun out of anybody there. But uh, you got really sloppy in Johannesburg. And at one point in the elevator and in the hallway of the hotel, you were falling on the floor just because you couldn't even walk. <laughs> I living it up. I wasn't there. Someone had to do it. I don't know if it would be embarrassing. It's not necessarily, but you know, uh, you were having a wild time. Not embarrassing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be embarrassed about the fact that I'm not embarrassed about that. <laughs> I really can't think of an embarrassing moment for myself. I mean, I'm always an embarrassment some, at some point at some vacation. I make a fool of myself all the time. I could just really? think that like, <laughs> I feel like I do. I feel like on one of our recent vacations, I had to pee and I peed outside of the car and I think I peed on my shoe a little bit and <laughs> hey, it happens. What are you going to do? I peed my pants on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jamal? Any more questions? Uh, oh yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say another answer. I was like, well, you want me to do a third story? <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize it was next up in the rotation also. All right. I got another yeah, good one. Get us with it. What's a location or place that you vacationed or city that you've been to that's really, really popular, but when you were done with it, you were like, this place is overhyped. Like, I don't see what all the fuss is about. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, a little part of me wants to say this picture in my back right here. Even though <laughs> the views... 
beautiful views, amazing views, the best views. The best views. <laughs> Nobody knows views like Chinkwood. <laughs> that being said, it was kind of a shit show getting there and we lost a few hours, so we didn't get there till like noon. So crowded, like the train was sardines to go from place to place and because of natural wear and tear on the trails, the trails were closed. We couldn't hike it like we wanted to, so we had to take the train. The food wasn't good there, way overpriced, but the views were amazing. So I saw the views. I have no reason to go back. For me, I would probably say Venice. Venice is a really beautiful city, but it was just so crowded. Like everyone's trying to get the same pictures. You can't get a shot with like just you in the background. There's like always a ton of other people. The canals at that point were looking a little dirty and a little bit smelly. And it was really hot and just super crowded. And I just felt like it was really expensive and underwhelming. Mm. Mm. You know what's not on my list? Cyprus. <laughs> no, but I would have to say, like, you guys, I, uh, sorry, Italy, Rome. Man, we are yeah. dogging on Italy right now. Three out of three. Well, I like great. Venice. I, you know. Go ahead, Dennis. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Rome, okay, I went to and Rome I like twice. Rome. <laughs> well, the second time I went was because um, of a guy. And that wasn't the best situation, but um, I don't know. Like it's it's crowded, and I mean, it wasn't my favorite place. It it wasn't bad. I'm not saying don't go to Rome or anything like that, but I mean, there's. It's all about your experience. Italy. Rome's my I'm, favorite city in Italy. Well, yeah. I'm gonna hit Italy with the quadruple because an Italian city is on my list, and it's also Venice. Like Brittany took mine, really? and yeah. I really want. I so Venice is the only city in Italy I've actually been to. So I do really, really want to go. But I felt the same thing about Brittany, uh, or that Brittany felt. It's overcrowded, mm -hmm. and I think maybe 10, 15 years ago, obviously there was still a lot of tourists, but since then it's really like gone up exponentially, and I think it's lost that charm that it has, but overcrowded, really expensive, and just because there's so many people there, it takes away from the charm of what it is, just a floating city. If there was less people and less crowded, I can see it, but when I was there, I thought to myself like, I'm glad I came, but I don't know why everyone tells me like, this is one of the best places on earth. Like I, I didn't really feel that way at all. So on the flip side, where's one place that you guys have been that you thought was going to be, I guess like you weren't necessarily looking forward to it. You were just kind of like, ah, we're going. And then it surprised you and you're just like, holy goodness, like everyone should go here. Hot Springs, Arkansas. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, and I don't want to cut you off real quick, uh, Kim, but I remember you saying one time China was on that list for you, too. Like, you were excited for China, but wasn't really expecting much, and then you're like, well, holy fuck, China. I absolutely love China. I yeah. love I China. I know China. <laughs> People kept asking no me, like, China. why are you going to China? What's in China? And at the, like, I was like, why wouldn't I want to go? But I, there wasn't anything in particular I was super excited about. Great Wall of China. But when we went, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love China. China is one of my favorite places. I had such a good time in China. China, China, China. But <laughs> honestly, in the United States, Hot Springs, Arkansas, so underrated, but oh my God, mm -hmm. had a great time there, soaking in the hot springs, just eating some cupcakes, having a good time on the town. <laughs> I remember you, I used to make fun of my mom, not really make fun of my mom, but like her mother is from Arkansas and her dad's from Missouri. And so like, you know, just like making fun of like, oh, Arkansas, it's in the middle of nowhere, you know, having grown up in California. And so yeah, Arkansas was just like, wow, that really shocked me about just how friendly everyone is and just it was really really fun the other one too that I was gonna say is China because I remember just going to China because that's what we were gonna do and the tickets were cheap and I had no expectations but like China blew me away and I just think that like once this whole COVID thing passes like 
people should go to China. Like it's a really amazing country. And I actually just thought of one for you, Jamal, that you said once one that is kind of overrated. Never mind about Rome, Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is another I really very liked Dubai place. though. Yeah. I liked it too, but uh, I, I agree with you. You know, it's a, it's a showy city and it's to be seen, but there's really not a lot to do. So because of that, I feel like, okay, but I, I agree with you on that one. If we had gone out on the yacht, your opinion might be different. Well, that's very true. Okay. Very true. <laughs> Best part of Dubai was the camel track by far. Yeah. And the park. Yeah. What about the the metamorphosis tasting experience? I enjoyed my metamorphosis. <laughs> my taste buds were metamorphosized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but wait, Jamal, did you answer the question of the most uh, the place that was like really just like blew you away? Because I would have been know, expected I, you to say Biblos. I, I want to say Hot Springs too because I wasn't expecting much, but I was blown away. I had a really good time. I don't know if it was really the city itself or just how much fun I had with us being there as the squad having Cash and Ryan come with us also. Mm -hmm. So that could have been a part of it. But in terms of an American city, I would say Chicago. Like I really, really yeah, loved really Chicago cool. a lot. Like I was there, I was like, man, this is a cool city. Really, really loved it. So that's an American one. In terms of maybe an international one for you, Zena, um, I really enjoyed Chamonix in France mm. and it's in the Alps it's tucked in the corner it's still it's all in France but it borders Italy and Switzerland and you can go to the top of Mount Blanc uh, and see just amazing alpine views and I was just really really impressed with that I you know I thought to myself okay it's a European mountain town but it just like blew me away how awesome it was and to this day I tell Brittany like I want to go back to Chamonix like I would go back to France just to go to Chamonix. Hmm. South of France. Let's hit it up. South of France. <laughs> Who's got the next question? I think you do. It's me again? No, Kim. Yeah. How many have you asked, Jamal? I've asked two. Okay, you've asked two. No, I've asked three. No, two. two. <laughs> I skipped my second question on my list and went to number three. So that's why I was thinking I did three, but I've asked two. Okay. My next question is going to be, what do you like most about traveling as a group? I think when you travel as a group, you get a different group dynamic and you are more open, like someone's researching something else and you're more open to that idea because that person's like, hey, look at what I found. Like, doesn't this sound cool? And you might do something that you weren't planning on doing mm -hmm. if you were to just plan it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with uh, Brittany. I think my favorite thing and really the group that we travel with the most is obviously us and what I enjoy most about traveling with the group is you know traveling you you build and make so many memories but it's just fun to share it with people that you love and like and that's my favorite thing about traveling like as a group it's like as opposed to just a story with me and Brittany now if we were to travel alone which I love when we travel alone sometimes we want just couples ones but to share that story with somebody else or experience, it makes it that much more fun. I love it when you guys get to see Jamal's freakouts and you guys know exactly how they go down and they're not exaggerated. Uh, they're not, no, I think they are exaggerated. They're not as bad as you make them out to be. Definitely freakouts. <laughs> yeah. I would say the, the ability, well, one, I love you guys. I like really, 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 truly love you guys. Oh, and, um, yeah, I do a lot of like personal development. I'm a part of groups and when they ask questions, like you guys always come up with my, as my numero unos. So I, I really just like love you guys and appreciate you guys. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but that being said, I've traveled alone when I was in my early 20s and uh, I'm glad that I did. The only thing is, is that when you go overseas and when you're traveling, you have these amazing stories, you have these amazing experiences, you're meeting these amazing people, but then you come home and it's a separate life because no one knows about those experiences. And when you're sharing them, it doesn't really convey. And you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. And so it's like having these two separate worlds of people at home and then people overseas because I really truly had two different lives in that sense. 
So to be able to share that life with you guys and have you guys as a part of those inside jokes. And I mean, you guys have seen probably like the worst moments ever or the most embarrassing moments ever, you know, the biggest freak outs. <laughs> and you still love me. We do. It's wearing thin right now. Eating <laughs> <laughs> on thin ice. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Um, I think for our group in particular, we just do so much on our trips that I wouldn't do if I was with just one other person who's getting tired or, and like we kind of egg each other on. So like if one person wants to do it, but the other ones don't, like we usually end up doing it anyway, just because of that reason. And then like hiking 16 miles. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That was me. (laughs) Um, things like that, obviously it makes it a lot cheaper to travel as a group, which I love that it makes travel more possible when you're splitting the cost four ways instead of all yourself or just you and a second person. So I love that makes travel more, um, like doable. Um, and then, yeah, I think being in a group, whether it's with you guys or anyone else that I would travel in a group with, I just, I'm more daring. I think I have more experiences. Like I don't really do a lot of things by myself. I've never taken a trip by myself. And I think one day maybe I'd like to, but honestly, I think I'd be kind of bored too. Like I I wouldn't even want to like take a selfie of myself, like at an attraction, but when I'm in a group, I'm like ignoring all of you guys (laughs) taking pictures. (laughs) But yeah, I think for all those reasons, I, I think I prefer to travel in a group rather than just with one other person or by myself. It also splits up the work too. There's a lot of work when you have to plan and book a trip and like if you can, if everyone has their own responsibility and like, you know, like this person's good for that and this person's good for that, like it really makes it easier to come together and then just really enjoy the trip once you're on it. Yes, definitely. If you're constantly planning, 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 like that can be exhausting and by the time you get to it, you're just like, all right, (laughs) when do I get to relax? Seriously. Yeah. So my next question for you guys is, what's your favorite dish from around the world? That's tough. That is tough. Well, I'm just going to throw out one thing that comes to mind, and just because we were hyping on China earlier. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite dish, but it's one of the best food items I've ever had while traveling. And that was the sweet and sour pork <laughs> that I had here in China. I've never had a better sweet and sour pork. And I just want to say, sweet and sour pork isn't even my main go-to here in the United States for Chinese food. I rarely, rarely order it. We had an option of like two or three different things that we can choose from. And so by default, I chose sweet and sour pork. And man, was it bomb. Like that was one of the best food items I've ever had, sweet and sour pork. Zaina, is yours a Peking duck in China? (laughs) No, no, I, I know what it is, Brittany. It was the duck that they served us on the airplane for part of the meal. Zana loved that one. I mean, I just can't believe how much duck we ate when we were there. But no, I would say um, my bagel that I split with you guys after we hiked 16 miles. Ooh. So good. Stale, I know, right? Stale episode five. What was that? The stale banana flavored bagel. It's episode five, guys, if you guys want to go back and listen to that one. That's a good one. But no, in all seriousness, um, yeah, the sweet and sour pork that Jamal's talking about was so dynamite. But also fresh on mind is the feti that we had when we were in Lebanon. So Jamal and my, uh, Jamal and I's cousin, Haisem, took us to a restaurant, a restaurant which was Matam al-Susi. And he's famous for feti. And I don't even know how to describe it. Jamal can. But it was like... It was amazing, and I wasn't expecting that because I had strep throat. I woke up that morning with strep throat, and it was just, like, so warm going down my throat, coating it, and it was just delicious, too. It was super good. Mm -hmm. My favorite, most memorable dish I've had while traveling was in Rome. It was an outdoor seating situation next to a fountain where there was like lots of liveliness and people had a decanter of house red wine, just enjoying. That was like such a long day of walking around and exploring the Coliseum and the city and everything. The meal was gorgonzola stuffed gnocchi. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Gorgonzola, uh, excuse me, gorgonzola stuffed? 
stuff. Nope. They were like twice the size of normal gnocchi and stuffed with gorgonzola. So good. But stuff, it probably had, I mean, man, wow. I don't even know how they would do that. So I tried to make it when I came home from Italy and it was so shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go back. Before Brittany gives hers, I want to throw in a second. Now, there's so much good food that I've had all over the world, but one that's really, really coming to mind right now is a pizza that Brittany and I had in Croatia. And you would think, okay, well, Italy should have the best pizza. And again, I've only been to, to Venice, so I really don't know. Maybe I'll find another one. But we had a truffle mushroom pizza in Croatia. And I can't even believe how good it was. Like, honestly, it's the best pizza I've ever had in my life. So that's another one talk. Definitely the best pizza I've ever had in my life, too. I better than Chicago? Yeah. Better than Chicago. Yeah. But for me, I want to say when we were in Tokyo, we went to a Michelin star ramen place. That definitely is on the top of my list. And also when we were in Japan, we went to Osaka. And Osaka is like a huge foodie paradise. And Jamal and I decided that we wanted to go to like the super popular restaurant. No one else wanted to go with us. So Jamal and I put our names on the list. And we got Wagyu. And with the Wagyu, you got this a bowl of rice and on top of it the chef makes this omelet where like the yolk's still runny in the middle and he places it on top of the rice and then he splits it down the center and it unfolds and all of the yolk coats the rice and then you have like a whole bunch of wagyu on the side to like soak up the rice and the sauce it was delicious it's called amu rice super super good yeah i mean it's so hard to choose a favorite i mean you saying that in the michelin star ones i'm like how did i even forget those as options (laughs) (laughs) okay my question is what is your favorite travel memory with each member of the squad separately Ooh, you know what's funny is i have a pretty close similar question that was supposed to be my second that I accidentally bypassed. So uh, I'm anxious to get to mine. Okay. So Zaina, my (laughs) favorite memory with you traveling is when we were on the cruise with your parents and we decided to go to Belize and we decided to go floating down the river as one of our excursions. And we both decided to bring our bikinis and go into the changing room, change into our bikinis. And every we got on the bus just with our bikinis on and everyone is staring us down. And we are just laughing like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. That's a really good embarrassing story, by the way, that I should have said for me earlier. <laughs> but I think that was just so funny. And we had so much fun floating down the river that day that I'm always going to cherish that memory with you. Oh, I know that's a good one because we weren't, we had to change into our bathing suit and we couldn't take anything with us. So we had to put it in the locker. And so that's why Brittany and I were just like bare in our bikinis and everyone was wearing like super conservative one pieces. And there's Brittany and I with our boobs, like in our face, like in a teeny little bikini, just walking down the aisle with everyone just like gawking at us. And we're like, where is Kim? Asses hanging out, everything too. Okay. <laughs> that- Zaina, my favorite memory of you is when we were dancing in the nightclub in the cave in Trinidad, Cuba, and the same guy licked both of our cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's special. <laughs> That's a good I one. didn't know until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good memory. <laughs> Jamal. Oh, man. <sighs> favorite one of you? That's tough. It's like, I mean, am I going to include ones that we've done together as children or like as squad? I mean, that's really, really tough. Never. I would say just off the top of my head, uh, one of the more recent ones, I would say just going back to Lebanon with you, like not necessarily one particular thing about it, but just going back to Lebanon with you, going back to the motherland as a trip, bringing Brittany and Kim with us. I mean, that was super fun. So I was stoked that you went as well on that one and uh i would say going back to lebanon with you oh yeah okay everyone's favorite about britney <laughs> this is such a random memory i have so many but like i don't remember if it was china or where we were but we were in an airport and <laughs> we were like walking next to each other and then we start speeding up and then it becomes a race and we're just running through the airport racing each other (laughs) 
so stupid. We're like waiting for a plane or something. But yeah, that was just like little funny things like that. I'm sure I can think of a million more. Jamal. Um, it's so tough. I mean, man, you're telling me to pick a favorite travel memory with my wife. There's so many of them, you know. Um, I would say my favorite one with Brittany was because one of my biggest bucket list items was to go on a safari, go to Africa. And I think just doing that first safari with Brittany and just having her with me for like one of the big things that I wanted to do travel wise. And I know it's not any like little thing that she did or anything like that, but that what I would say is my favorite is experiencing that with her. Like, even though you were there too, like I was happy that Brittany was there and shared that experience with her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I just feel like there's so many. There's so many. Like first, like top of head or top of mind right now is like when we were just in Lebanon and when Heistam was taking us out to all the different food places. And like it was like food place after food place after food place. So we were stuffed, but he's like, no, 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 you have to try this. And then we're like, oh my gosh, we're so stuffed. And he's like, oh, okay, great. Now we're going to go here so you can try this. Yeah. And like every time he did, Brittany and I would like look at each other and laugh because we're like, oh my God, there's more. And so when he took us to the sweet shop and he was getting like a kilo of this and a kilo of that, and a kilo is 2.2 pounds. So he got like five kilos of like dessert for us, which is like over 10 pounds. And Brittany and I just keep looking at each other laughing because we're like, oh my God. <laughs> I was right there next to him. Like, what about that one? What about that one? <laughs> Hold on. I got another one of Brittany, more like a funny moment. Um, just to go back, we were on an Alaskan cruise together. And one day we were sailing a fjord into Sea Glacier and like make a U turn. Uh, and it was like super cold. And we were in Alaska during a heat wave and this was the coldest day. And when I say it was cold during a heat wave, like, man, it was freezing, like literally freezing, like what you would expect Alaska to be. <laughs> and we had gone back into the room after we were out there because we were out on the front of the ship, just watching it, super breezy, super cold. So we had big thick jackets on, but she was wearing, you know, spandex, like workout pants and whatever. And we were changing because we were going to do something else afterwards. I forgot what it was, but Brittany accidentally like brushed her butt up against me. And I remember her butt was like an ice cube. Like it was so cold because she wasn't wearing like any insulated pants or anything like that. And I, even now, sometimes we still talk about like, you're not Alaska, but ice cube cold, you know? So I guess that's a (laughs) good uh, memory I have. Just funny. Good butt memories of Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Jamal. My favorite of me. Oh, I'm anxious to hear these. So my favorite memory with Jamal would probably have to be the Africa Safari. And when he saw, like he's <laughs> been wanting to see a rhino in person for so long. And when he saw the rhino and like that tear streamed <laughs> down his face, I was like, it makes my heart happy that he is this happy and he's living his dream and that I get to share that with him. And I was so happy that we saw that rhino like super, super close. Like we can, if we reached out, we could probably touch it, but also to see, to be the only Jeep that day to see the rhino in the watering hole, a rhino charge our Jeep. And then like the zebras in the background, just making that perfect backdrop. I think that was like the perfect safari ever and I'm super glad we we got to experience that and I got to experience that with Jamal. That was on my birthday. It was on your birthday. The one that's coming to my mind is when we were in Mesquite, Nevada at a (laughs) fancy steak dinner and for some reason I ordered pasta (laughs) and I didn't like it and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be and I was like, "Mm." God, I hate this. Your steaks look great. But I was just going to suffer through it. And Jamal was like, no, no, no. I'll send it back for you. And you did all the dirty work and got me a steak. (laughs) And that's around the same time you became Travel Dad. (laughs) I think for me, 
um, Jamal being my brother, I feel like there's a lot of moments where um, Jamal and I just kind of like walk ahead of you guys because we're tall, we have long legs, we walk a little bit faster. And so like anytime I'm just like walking with Jamal and I have like that one-on-one -on -one time with him, it's just really nice because like, it's just, I don't know, like, you know, you're my brother and I cherish those moments. And then two is when we were in China and the day that we went to Tiananmen Square, we had to bring our passport and Kim and I forgot our passport because Jamal and Brittany did not remind us that morning that we needed to grab our passport. So we forgot. And that? right. And so Tom, our tour guide, asked us, does everyone have their passports? And Kim and I were like, oh my God, we forgot it. And he, Tom gave us the dirtiest slash disappointed face ever. Like, like he was pissed. And so Kim and I got off to go grab it and we're running and we get down off of the bus and Jamal is seated next to the window and he's looking down on us because the bus is high up and he is just shaking his head looking at us with just like disgust and scoffing at like how could you forget <laughs> I remember that. so yeah. favorite mem memories of Kim huh so Kim, for you, there, I mean, there's so many. I love when we go on vacation and we like, we have tried to dress a lot. We have had the same outfit and legitimately done twinsies. But I think it's so funny that sometimes we don't even plan our outfits that we're going to like have. And we come out and we look exactly the same <laughs> when we walk out of the room. And that happens a lot. Like it happened for several days while we were in Lebanon together. Mm -hmm. But if we're thinking of a specific memory, I think that you really inspired me to go to, to want to go to Antelope Canyon because you were the one like showing me pictures like, hey, we need to go here. And when we were able to go and we got the perfect tour where it was just us, I was so happy to experience that with you. Oh, that's Same. sweet. My favorite was, um, so Kim was saying how her favorite with me was when we were in the Cuban cave and the guy licked both of our faces. <laughs> so the next day we were sobering up and we went to, I think it was Playa Ancon and it was a really nice beach. And there was two things that happened that day that like really, really, really made me laugh. And one was, uh, Kim bought like this huge ass coconut. And I really, and so we're on the beach, we're in our, the, our bikinis, we're in and out of the water, swimming, tanning. And then I see Kim with this big ass coconut and I was like, oh my God, can I try it? Cause I like really legitimately wanted to try it. And Kim's like, oh, you could have it. I only bought it for the picture. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> typical Kim. <laughs> I love Kim, oh my gosh. And then too, when we were actually in the water, um, what it is, is it's a beach, but they have like rocks uh, making a half circle so it's kind of like a pool in the beach but it's still natural water but the rocks are there like so the waves don't come over and we're more towards like the rocks and Kim says oh my god look at that couple over there they're, they're having sex in the water mm -hmm. and then you turn your head and it's like this couple totally banging and I look at Kim and I'm like you want to go swim by them <laughs> so we swim no I'm just kidding we didn't swim by them but <laughs> how do you think I knew what it looked like <laughs> it was just so funny I wasn't paying attention. So when she said that, and I looked, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're like really fucking going at it in the water over there." That's so hilarious. Um, I would say mine of Kim would be when we were at Shanghai Disneyland. She was really timid about riding Tron. <laughs> she's not a roller coaster person, but she trooped it out. But it was fun to watch her progression through the day to get more comfortable with it. And then we just closed out the fucking evening that night, just riding Tron like over and over because there was no line. So it was just fun to see Kim from the get-go and that progression. And uh, it was really, really fun because I love Disney. And whenever somebody else gets into a Disney spirit, it gets me all like jazzed up too. I, I was definitely in the Disney spirit that day. Yeah. I love when Kim got off of it for the first time because she was nervous and she was holding so tight that her hands were like white, completely <laughs> white. And she's like, look at my <laughs> uh -huh. That's funny. She did I, I think I have the last question. Has everybody asked three questions except for me? Yeah. yeah. Have time right. for your last question. So I'll hopefully make it a good one. What's, so Zaina asked kind of like, what's everyone's favorite memory of like one another? 
But my question that I was going to ask is, what's your favorite squad memory? And not necessarily like trip mm. that we've all taken, but like just a memory itself. And it could be something for the entire squad, not like obviously one-on-one. -on -one. Holding hands, skipping through um, Shanghai Disney, running to the next ride. Nice. That's, That's a really good one. That is a really good one. I think well, everyone in the Shanghai Park was running, and so we're like, oh my gosh, you guys, if everyone's running, we should run too and be like the locals. So we all grabbed hands, made a long line, and ran <laughs> holding hands to the next ride. I think mine is when we were in Boise, Idaho, and we went tubing. <laughs> and <That was> hilarious. <laughs> we get to the top, and when we're like, should we go down by ourselves? Should we go down separate? And you guys were so scared to go down together because they said that it would make us go faster. So we all decided to go down by ourselves. And I feel like that was even more intense than any other time we went down <laughs> as a squad. But that whole memory right there, tubing with you guys for that hour and a half, I don't think we stopped laughing that entire time. Yeah, that was I agree. I think mine is when we finally got to Machu Picchu after hiking the Inca Trail for four days because it was our first squad trip and it was this like mystical, majestic place we finally made it to. And it was, you know, perfect. The, the fog moved away. We got great views of it from that viewpoint. And yeah, it was really magical. Do you think Machu Picchu would have been as magical if we hadn't suffered the 26-mile hike to get there? No. I don't think so. No. I think no. it would still be amazing to see it, but out of all the stuff we'd already seen and been through, you know. Well, the hike itself was the experience. Yeah, the hike you itself know, was the experience. It's like when I got to Machu Picchu, I was like, I've earned this view. Yeah. You know? um, Machu Picchu was gonna be mine as well. The whole experience itself and the day before when we shared our like last little beer like in the public park and square, I mean that one was really really fun. But on thinking about it more, I'm gonna go with a more recent memory actually. Um, and this is when we were in Dubai at the water park when we were riding the four person like slide tubes that was and fun. going down those. It was really fun when we did it and just seeing everybody's reaction, but going back and re-watching the GoPro video of it, it just, it just got me as excited <laughs> as when we were riding it. So it's like when you see the video of it, it just reminded me more of like, man, like in that moment, that shit was hella fun. And I remember all of our faces, all of our reactions when we were doing it because we didn't know what to expect the first time we went down. So I would say the... Uh, four-person water slide at the water park in Dubai at Atlantis. We need to find a way to get those videos on YouTube. They need to be shared with the world. <laughs> oh, my favorite was when, when Brittany was even saying, too, it's a big one. Jamal's like yelling, it's a big one. It's a big one. And he's like at the top of his lungs. And as he's yelling that, my back is towards the fall. And I this is the first time we're on it. I'm like, oh, my God, how big is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I went down back first and I was like, what the hell, dude? It was really funny, Jamal. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good question to end on. Do you guys have any yeah. final thoughts? I, I, this was so fun. I'm so glad that we did this different kind of an episode. I, I really enjoyed going down memory lane and laughing about all these things. I know, me too. Me I love that we didn't know what each other's questions were. It made it like really exciting and fun to like have to think on the spot too. Yeah. If, if we get our audience to leave us some comments asking other questions, we can do a second episode just like this. Yeah, I hope so because I really enjoyed this a lot. It's fun. Yeah. And make sure you, like I said at the beginning, leave your responses below too. All right, guys. That's all we have for you tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on Travel Tuesday. And make sure to click that subscribe button right below and follow us so that you get all our new videos as they come out. And don't forget, guys, we still have a whole plethora of actual podcast audios to listen to, over 40 of them. So be sure to check them out, get inspired, so that way you can hear one of our trips and take that trip once COVID is over and enjoy yourself. All right. Bye, guys.
Bye. Bye. Bye.